Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of Hope Arises. I'm so excited to be here with you and um, to talk today. Today's title is Hope That Rises Out of the Storm. So we, we say amen to the storm and we're probably thinking, you know, why? And, and we're all living still into this pandemic of the COVID-19 and we're all in our homes and in our um, workplaces out of our homes and trying to figure things out as we go through something that the world has never gone through in my lifetime at least. Um, so um, the whole concept of whole prizes, you can um, hear about it in the first episode that we gave an introduction um, hopefully the next episode I will um, talk more about um, hope rising from ashes um, and beauty coming from uh, from ashes. Um, today I really felt that you know God wanted to talk to us about the storm and um, although you're thinking you know storm and hope they don't come together but um, they really do and um, today's reading from the Bible um, I decided to go with Mark, uh, the Gospel um, of Mark 4, and it, it talks about Jesus calming the storm. So, um, so if you want to look it up, um, it is Mark 4 and starting with verse 35. And I'm going to read it. And then after that, we're going to have um, the song that I chose um, that I think that really, really is very comforting. Um, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to love it uh, just as much as I like it and maybe more. Um, so it says, Jesus calms the storm. I'm reading it from the NIV translation. And it says, the day... Um, so, so basically, I'll give you a little bit of an intro what happened. Um, so according to the disciples, so the disciples, they went with Jesus. There were 12 disciples and and four of the disciples actually wrote the Gospels, uh, the four Gospels, um, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John. And similar events were to take place. And, and that day, Jesus was going and he was doing too many things he was healing and he was declaring and he was doing so many things so after a great deal like we're we're talking about after a great deal of speaking to the crowds and and doing a lot of healing and and the and and the disciples you know they were ministered to like i'm sure that when you and i see a lot of healings being done in front of our faces and in real time like we're talking about like they were in it they were right there and um you know we would be ministered to like I would feel so spiritually uplifted to the point that I'm like you know taking that faith and running with it you know but you know the day the, the day came and and the disciples most of them they were fishermen so um, after they were done, they went into their boats and they went into the waters. And I'm sure that they were just hanging out and trying to um, do some fishing. And usually the fishing was done right early in the morning. So they went into probably more of the evening time. And that's when the storm came. And so verse 35 <laughs> 
lots of introduction, but verse 35 says, That day um, when the evening came, he said to his disciples, Let us go over. So it was in the evening, Jesus said to the disciples, Let us go over to the other side leaving the crowd behind so so all day long the crowd they would be like following jesus listening doing whatever um hanging out with with jesus in our time and this is what they would say um and jesus wanted to take a break he said to the disciples let's go take a boat and let's go to the other side just as he was in the boat there there um were also other boats with him so he wasn't the only boat there i guess um a furious squabble came up and the waves broke over the boat so so lots of waves uh, the storm jesus was in the stern so he was he was in in where um the stern was out in the boat and he um was sleeping on a cushion um so he was all comfortable sleeping and the disciples woke him up and um said to him teacher don't you care if we drown he got up rebuked the wind and said to the waves quiet be still then the wind died down and it was completely calm he said to his disciples why are you afraid do you still have no faith they were terrified and um, asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. Amen. Okay, so let's listen to um, this beautiful song by Casting Crowns. And then we'll get back to what we were talking about. And we'll talk about the storm and hope in the storm next.
Okay, it says, I lift my eyes upon the hills. Where does my help come from? Amen, I'll praise you in the storm. Next time I'll have the speakers a little bit better, but... Um, yeah, so I'll praise you in the storm and hope rises out of a storm. And Jesus wants to tell you that I will calm the storm in your life. I will make this end. But where I was um, struck today, like as I was doing my devotions and I was really con uh, concentrating and kind of reflecting on um, and where was Jesus and 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 one of the things that I wanted to leave you with is the concept of through the storm, God is with you. God is with you. God is with me. God is with you through the storm. And what the disciples wanted was to, the storm to go away. And Jesus basically told them, in so many words, he said, why are you afraid till now? After all of the stuff that you have seen till now, you don't have faith. So, so what I am trying to get to in this is like, is that when Jesus is in that boat, so when you are in the boat with Jesus, you're good. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like that's all you need to be is with Jesus. Through the storm, I'm with Jesus and I'm inside the boat with him. Where he is, I am. And where he is and I am, there is hope. There is, there is no fear. There is hope. Hope rises with Jesus being in the boat with me. Get it? Like Jesus is in the boat with me. And, and, and thank God... I'm not outside the boat, you know, because where, where the struggle is in the storm is if you're out of the boat, that's where it's scary, you know, that's where it's scary. That's where, you know, you don't have faith. You are not in with Jesus. You're, you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal savior. You're not in where Jesus is. It is, it is hard guys. It is hard. It's it's pretty dark. It's pretty hard. Gosh, it's hard. It's hard altogether. 
there are times that I have gone into areas of the world where I really, like as soon as I got out of the airport, I would feel the darkness. I would feel the darkness, not see the darkness. I would feel the darkness. And so many times I would say, you know what? If I'm not a Christian, if I'm not a believer in Jesus, I don't know how I would, I would exist in this country. I don't know how I would last a day. I would last a day in this, in this type of situation, in this country, because I felt the darkness was all over, all over, where there are satanic worship, where, where, where things that are voodoo happening, where, where, where people are, are, are bowing down to, to things, to things, to, 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 it's like, it's like, it's like out of God's God's hand like God's hand is not in that so so when when you are outside the boat and you're not with Jesus and Jesus is not in with you then the storm is coming and the storms will come maybe today is corona tomorrow is something else another sickness another another pandemic another another awful thing a, 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 like a fire illness whatever whatever the storm is it's like it's like we always pray it's like god please get rid of the storm and and jesus says but i'm in with you i'm in i'm you're with me why are you afraid um i wanted to um mark also and then the gospel, like Mark 4, you guys read the whole thing. Um, it, 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 it has nothing to do with the storm, but it talks about Jesus' life. And anywhere where there's Jesus, it's a, great, it's a great thing to read because there's tons of things that we could actually like learn from. Um, there is a parable also of the mustard seed. And, and basically he says, you know, if you, have a, if you have faith, just like the mustard seed, you can move mountains. So, so along with all of that, Jesus really continue, continues to tell you that you don't have you don't have you have to deal with much. If I'm in there with you, you know, um. So let's let's just um. Let's just ask God, really. Like I, I mean, this is this is where uh, I basically have. It's not like I have nothing to say, but God is putting on my heart to really do an invitation right now the invitation of your heart let's 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 put faith aside what is the condition of your heart right now what are you feeling are you in fear do you have hope do you know that hope is rising and it wants to rise inside of you today like that is a monumental thing really and it's a beautiful invitation it's a beautiful invitation for anything that is called loneliness to go away. That is probably a storm. Did you notice that? Maybe we are, a lot of a lot of us are really used to being alone. And we don't think that loneliness is a bad thing. We're like, okay, I'm lonely. I'm, you know, what else is new, right? But if that's a storm, if that's a storm that you're dealing with, if it's not Corona, if it's the loneliness, God wants to, Jesus wants to tell you today, Am I not in with you? Are are we not in together in this? So I got it. He he's got it. He's got it. 
you need nothing. You, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to want. Why are you afraid? I'm in it with you. So let's do an invitation. Like I was just, I, I, I love when I do my um, my preaching in Arabic. I always somehow through <laughs> through the time that we're talking, um, I go into uh, praying out loud, kind of like with my eyes open out loud, and just asking the asking the Holy Spirit to just deal with it. Um, so yeah, there's no notes. Um, nothing is in front of me that I could actually like, you know, be distracted. So I'm just, you know, wanting to, wanting to invite Jesus into our boat. You know, why don't you do it with me? Just to say, Jesus, I thank you that for who you are, no matter where I am and who I am, you continue to be who you are and who you say you are. You are the beginning. You're the Alpha and the Omega. You're the beginning and the end. You are omnipotent. You are there all the time. You are present with me today. You are present in my room. You are present in my house. You are present with me today. And Lord, I, I give my life to you right now. I realize that when I when 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 I have to deal and look into my life and say am I in with you inside the boat I find myself that I'm outside the boat and Lord I just want to be inside with you I want to be inside the, no matter what the storms are like outside I am in you're in with me I am in with you we're good Lord I want to be good come into my life Save me from my sins. Save me from myself. Save me from the hardness of my heart, Lord. Countless times I've heard about you. And I've wanted to look to something else that is easier to understand. Lord, you are a God that is hard for me to understand. But I invite you to come inside my heart and to help me understand who you are. And Lord, I want in this time that I'm living in right now, I want hope to rise inside of me. Lord, help me to let hope rise. And if that is what you want, God wants to give it to you. Jesus wants to give it to you. I I, I always say this verse for God so loved the world John 3 16 that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish will not die but have everlasting life the life that we live here in the flesh it's a temporary life but the life we will live with him is never ending it is ongoing and that is the life that I am here for. And this is why I am here on this earth, is to be his follower and his disciple and his mouthpiece and hand and, and feet and, and, and be the Jesus that was walking on this earth and be him now. And um, because he is inside of me and he can be inside of you too right now. If you've asked Jesus to come into your life and, 
and and make you a new person. When we say new creation, it just talks about a new person. And, and when God creates a new person, he creates everything about you new. And that's why in the Bible it says a new creation. It just means that I'm not just going to change your heart and your brain and your, I'm going to change you all of you. I'm going to redo you. I'm going to redo you. And I'm going to make you into what I created you to be. And everybody here is here for a reason. We are not here by mistake. We are not here just because. We are not here by accident. We are not here because our parents decided to to make us. Um, If that is how we came into existence, that is just because God breathed his life into us with those two parents coming into joining um, together in love um, but or whatever it was. But it is that God knew that you were going to be here before the existence of the earth. And that is in where? In, 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 in um, Genesis. So, so right from, if you, I, I really, I really ask God to really reveal himself to you right now, today. And while you're sleeping, when you're existing, when you're walking, when you're thinking. And if it is on your heart to get yourself a Bible, please do. And, and get to read a little bit more about who God is. Not what you've heard in the past, but read it for yourself. And dig into it yourself. And I really pray that God gives you a really nice day. A really great day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And um, I really, I really feel that that today God really wants to heal the storm in your life, whatever is causing the chaos, whatever that is causing the unrest, whatever that is causing that fear, whatever that is causing anything to be distru- disrupted in your life. Um, if it's just the fear of the unknown, you know, that is something that all of us are going through. It's just like, you know, I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like because I never knew that this was going to happen, right? Like, I didn't know that one day we're going to wake up and life is going to not be the same as we have always lived it, you know? And life was going to be a little bit, you know, a big question mark. And, and I know as... um. I was one of the people that could potentially could be called to um to working in in the medical field. Um I had to ask myself, do I really want to be there? And and not just fearing for myself, but I you know, I'm taking care of my elderly parents. So so the idea is that it's it's no longer it's about my life. It's about um the life that I'm the lives that I'm actually taking care of. But um but but you know each one of us has to decide for themselves what, how, how are you going to live your life? Are you going to push that envelope a little bit more? Are you going to live on the edge a little bit more? Um, or what is it going to be like for you? I just pray that God gives you um, the right answer for you. The right peace that passes all understanding. If the whole world, if you asked every single friend of yours, what would you do in my situation? And you got a different answer and you're confused. What am I going to do? That I pray that God gives you that revelation 
that you would know that you would walk in faith and knowing that he's going to meet you wherever you are. If it's in the hospital, he's going to meet you. If it's going to be at the doctor's office, he's going to be meeting you there. If it's going to be at the emergency, he's going to be meeting you. If it's going to be in the grocery store, he's going to be meeting you. If it's going to be in the pharmacy and someone is coughing, he's going to be meeting you. In every storm of your life, God is meeting you. And God is saying right now that he is going to give you hope that rises out of the storm. And bless you and have a great day. And I will see you next episode. Bye for now.